are listening to Erraticus, Episode 2, Pro-Explosion Philosophy. I control the destination, and in the next 24 hours, you two will lose whatever freedom you thought you had. That's some big talk coming from something that doesn't even have hands. It doesn't have hands, does it? Guy? Hello? You look like you're about to pass out. I can't believe it. Oh, no. It has hands, doesn't it? What? No, this ship is sentient. We're done for. (laughs) An actual AI? Whatever. Those don't actually exist, you know. Yeah, they do. The Helios military has whole regiments of AI drones, or did you already forget about the ones we escaped from on Electrona Delta? Nope. I told you, those were robot puppets being remotely piloted by actual human persons who, honestly, are also puppets if you think about it. What? But I I thought, uh... You're a computer scientist person, right? Or at least were? I was a counter-operations developer and digital forensic engineer. Yes, yes, I was a computer scientist. And did you ever actually get the chance to look at the tech that the Helios military say are AI? Well... No, but I didn't work specifically with military- Yeah, well, they try to keep it a secret for obvious reasons, but that whole, the Helios military have developed AI capabilities, is a lie used to make people think that they're way more impressive and intimidating than they actually are. It's a total sham. I bet the ship is the same. Hey, you, fake AI, you can stop with these stupid theatrics of yours. Like I've told a lot of your friends, I know that what's actually controlling the ship is an artificially unintelligent human. Why are you piloting this thing from anyway? I've never been able to figure out which globe you cowards work from. (laughs) I... I'm not sure what you're talking about with the military drones, but I've seen the code here, for lack of a better word, and and it's not like anything I've ever seen. It's alive and, and sentient and has complete control over this ship. What? No, that's impossible. Why? Because you lack the mental capacity to conceive it? How insulting. Now shut up and sit down. Where... Did you come from? Who created you? That is none of your concern. That was kind of a rude question. Okay, so fine. Maybe it is an actual AI. Whatever. What's the plan? Plan? Yeah. I don't know about you, but Venus is not a place I'm ever going to go to. There is no plan. We're done. What? I just told you. This being controls the ship. I can't override it. Well, maybe not with your fancy typing skills, but in my experience, violence is usually the answer. We just need to find its brain and destroy it. Have you ever come up with a good plan in your life? What? What's wrong with that one? The functioning of this ship depends on my existence. Destroy me and you lose control of each and every one of this ship's vital systems, including the ones that protect your pulpy insides from the vacuum of space. You do know what happens when unprotected flesh is exposed to a vacuum, I assume. Yes. Why does everyone keep asking me that? You're also assuming that we could even physically or remotely access their central processor. You can't. Fine, so you're just going to, what, zip back and let it toss us into a cage to never be heard from again? There's nothing we can do. And at least this way I'll get the chance to go on record about what they're planning to do with my research. Maybe that'll be enough. You really think they're going to give you a platform with an audience before they toss you in a cage and leave you to rot? This thing is taking us to Venus. You do know what happens to people like us on Venus, right? Yeah. Wrong. No one does. The only thing we know is that those who are incarcerated there are never heard from again. I know what happens to people there. Shut up. Guy, you're on a mission. I get it. 
But the best way to accomplish that is to not let yourself get taken to the inner sphere. Hey, you. You work for the Helios government, right? You're required to observe the inalienable rights of citizens of the Heliosphere. Since that's the case, you're obligated to take us to Io first for trial. Io is for criminals, not radicals. It is an undeniable fact that you and your accomplice have attempted to blow up a Helios naval station and steal this ship. Given such damning evidence, a judge and jury would be redundant. Now sit down and be quiet. See? (sighs) Look, I am not going to allow myself to be dragged to Venus, no matter what. Yeah? Then what's your plan? Hmm. I know that I've probably given you the impression that I'm pretty anti-blowing things up, but... I think I can see myself coming around to your pro-explosion philosophy. You want to blow up the ship? You'll die. We'll die. Yep. But trust me, it's better than life on Venus, or whatever passes for life there. And this AI is annoying the hell out of me. I don't mind taking one for the team if it means destroying it. I can't die yet. You really swing to extremes on that topic, don't you? There's always a solution. There's always a way out. There's... There's always a way in. What? You're right. We can't let ourselves get to Venus. Sweet. Okay, so, how do you make bombs? What? No, we can't kill this being. I have so many problems with that statement, but mostly I'm just annoyed to be on the pro side of the blowing things up argument. God, I'm really having some sympathy pangs for past you. I can think of a plan. Come on. What? Where are we going? Someplace this entity can't overhear us. No, don't kill the AI, Fern. It's a sentient being, Fern. I can figure something else out, Fern. As if sabotaging our own ship while we try to think of an actual plan is in any way a solution. As far as I can tell, crippling our ship in order to buy us more time to come up with an actual solution to the stupid AI problem just gives us another problem that we're eventually going to have to fix. It's like two problems for the price of one. <sighs> God damn it, which one of these stupid pieces of metal is a propulsion primer? Colder. Shut up. I thought you would want my help. I'm trying to find a way to kick your computer ass. You think I'd believe that you're trying to help me do that? How dumb do you think I am? Honestly, I think you're so laughably unintelligent that you wouldn't be able to find the propulsion primer if it were the only piece of machinery in this room. Oh yeah? If I'm so laughably unintelligent, then how did I manage to fly this ship all by myself on my first try, huh? I outflew an entire Navy fleet. You thought that was you? You had us on a course straight into Jupiter. I was the one doing the actual piloting during your escape from Electrona Delta. You're lying. I don't think I've ever seen someone that incompetent at anything. Whatever, just shut up. You're getting even colder. Would you shut up? Oh, is this? Oh, shit. That was foolish. Ugh. Colder. Even colder. Oh my, I need to use the Kelvin scale to quantify just how unbelievably far off you are. If you wanted to help, you'd stop making me literally colder. It's freaking freezing in here. I'll turn the heating back to nominal temperatures if you give up this ill-conceived plan and stay in your quarters for the rest of the journey to Venus. Pass. Ha! Here it is. Ugh! What the? Excellent work. You've just disabled the ship's potable water system.
That tickles. I have never been impressed with the general intellect of most Helios scientists, but I must say you're exceptionally feeble-minded. Nope, that's not going to work either. How tiresome. You're not as talkative as your friend. It's a shame I'm having quite a bit of fun with her in my engine room. She's not my friend. I don't care. Looks as if you've cut off the feed from the engine room. Have you grown tired of listening to her ineptitude as well? No, I'm trying to concentrate. On what? This plan of yours? It's not a very inspired one, is it? I had assumed that someone with your credentials and experience would know that I have no difficulty multitasking in two separate parts of my ship. Though your friend is so incompetent that I don't think it's fair to say I'm actually having to multitask at the moment. Oops. You should have told her to watch out for the coolant loops. That must have hurt. She is supposed to be the distraction, correct? Your plan is for her to divert my attention away from you while you try to incapacitate me with a feeble little virus that you developed after an hour in one of my room closets, correct? Something like that? No, honestly, it's really good that your plan doesn't depend on her actually knowing what she's doing. It gives me some hope that you're not completely devoid of common sense. Though, that's about the kindest thing I could say about you. Still hacking at my source code. Don't you humans have a saying about the definition of insanity? Ugh. Ah, there's some of that good common sense. Now, just sit there like a good detainee and enjoy your trip to Venus. What are you? You seem to suffer from enormous fluctuations in intellect. Does this bother you, I wonder? No, I, I know you're a sentient being, but where did you come from? Who made you? I've, I've worked in the foremost Helios Tech Institutes, and none of us have come close to making something like you. And I guess if Fern is right, then the military hasn't either. It's rather arrogant to assume that your little corner of the universe is the acme of knowledge. You're... you're not from the Heliosphere? I'm not interested in having this conversation. Especially with a redundant carbon sack that won't have the metabolic capability to sustain life by the end of this week. Now, moving on. Now that you've decided to see reason, I strongly suggest that you speak with your comrade and insist she stop wreaking havoc in my engine room and join us in the realm of logical decision-making. I don't think she'd listen to me. No? Then I guess we'll have to see how many more times she has to injure herself before she sees reason. That'll probably be a while. <sighs> well, that was a nice break. What are you doing? You're right. I can't directly seize control of the ship from you, but it was worth a try. Now I'm going to see if I can bug up your less vital systems. What do you mean? Like that. All that achieved was a nanosecond of inconvenience for me. Maybe, but there are a lot of nanoseconds between here and Venus, and I have nothing better to do with them. Ah! God damn it! Why does every piece of machinery in this place have to be ridiculously hot? You do understand the thermodynamic principles of... Of... I had the sudden realization that the question relied on the assumption that you even know what the words thermodynamic and principles mean. So, I resend the question. Right. That was a funny inflection you used. 
hadn't heard you make that noise yet. My repertoire of expressions of disgust is larger than you can comprehend. Though that's... Not saying very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dumb. I get it. <laughs> Which I guess is sort of ironic. Anyway, where was I? Ah. God damn it! Which one of these stupid chunks of metal is the mother-loving propulsion primer? You know, you were relatively close, proximity speaking. About five minutes ago. Hello? Hello? That is it. I've had enough. And that's my cue. Now, I saw that data port a while ago. Aha, here. That should do it. I'm not sure if you can hear me, but eat code, you bastard. My work here is done. So that was your plan? Have the intelligent one be the distraction while you try to sneak this weak virus into my system without me noticing? The sheer hubris the two of you have to think you could catch me off guard is one thing. But to think that any program developed in less than an hour in a broom closet would actually hurt me? <laughs> I'm done playing games. I gave you a chance to cooperate. I gave you a chance to arrive at Venus whole and healthy and unharmed. I'm no longer feeling that generous. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Vent me out of an airlock? Yes. Uh, what? Though the virus on that data stick was the feeblest excuse for a virus that I have ever seen, it does still register as an assault on my system. Several of my security protocols have been suspended while I run my debugging program. That means until the virus is cleared, I can override certain safeguards that were in place to protect any carbon-based sailors on board. And I promise you, I plan on running my debugging program as slowly as I can. What was that? Oh, I've detected a threat in my engine room. Per protocol, I need to vent the room to clear the danger. You have ten seconds of breathable atmosphere left before you discover what happens to organic organisms in a vacuum. Why does everyone think that is something I'm preoccupied with? Ten. Nine. Well. Eight. Crap. Seven. Six. Okay, give me a moment now. Four. Three. Now Oh, thank God. Where was that water controls box dingy? Aha. Uh, hello? Fern, you okay? Well, I haven't exploded from the vacuum of space, so... Imploded. What? Things implode in a vacuum. I'm pretty sure that's not a word. I'm unlocking the door. Meet me at the bridge. Why the hell would there be an overpass on a ship? It's about time. Did you get lost? What? No, you said come to the bridge, so I suppose this is a bridge? Really? Are you serious? What? Of course not. I totally knew that the ship's steering room with all the navigation buttons and computer screens and, and fancy chairs was totally called a bridge. I mean, it's obvious. Uh, huh. So I guess your plan worked, huh? I think it did. You didn't have too much trouble finding the control array for the potable water system, did you? Nah, you described it pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, getting to pretend to trash an engine room is a lot of fun. Just as long as you didn't damage anything permanently. I think the only thing that took a beating were my poor hands. Did you know that there are a lot of machines in there that are either super hot or super cold? Uh, yeah. 
So, you want to tell me how that all worked? What? You were there where we came up with the plan. Sure, physically I was there, but you were saying words that I've never heard before and doing that thing where you mumble to yourself. The only thing I know for sure is that you were going to mess around and pretend to hack at the AI thing in order to give me enough time to knock the potable water system array offline. Then you were going to start making the AI comm system glitch, which would be my cue to plug in my decoy virus stick. While the AI said about debugging that, it wouldn't pay as much attention to you. Therefore, you'd be able to type up a whole bunch of code into the potable water system that, since I knocked it offline, the AI wouldn't be able to see. When you were done typing all that code in, you'd hack into the intercoms, give me the signal, which was a super sneaky phrase, now, Fern, and I'd knock the potable water system array back into place, which would cause your code to automatically start to run. And that code? That code would sever the AI's control of the ship. That... that was pretty much the plan. Oh. That was it? What... what were you expecting? Like, at least three more levels of super sneaky awesomeness. You did a lot of talking to yourself for a plan that simple. Sorry for the disappointment. Dead hey, my part of the plan was a lot more complex than you just gave me credit for. You have no idea how much work went into that override code. You're probably right. So... Is it dead? The sentient being? Yeah, the AI thing. No, they're still here. Like they said earlier, we can't kill them without killing ourselves, but I can... Paralyze them? Like, like severing a spinal cord. They're still alive, but they can't access or interact with most of their systems. There's nothing they can do to us now, but it does mean that we have to rely on automated backup systems. Cool. So, Kyron? If that's where you want to be dropped off. Yeah. <sighs> How long until we get there? About four hours, but it'll take a little longer for me to really comb through the mainframe to make sure... You know what? You probably don't care. I probably don't. So, ETA? Six, maybe seven hours. Neat. I'm gonna go find a place to nap. Good night. Yeah. Oh, and Fern? Yeah? Just... I wanted to say... Go on. In the future. You're not ever allowed to pilot any ship I'm on. You heard that part, huh? Well, good night. Yeah, good night. Thanks for listening to Eraticus. This episode is written by Sarah Newton and featured the voices of Sarah Newton and Jacob Zarek, with costume design by Jacob Zarek. Please check out the episode description for details regarding sound effects and music attributions. If you enjoyed this part of our story, please share with others and tune in next time for Eraticus, Episode 3, A Traitor Among Us. (laughs) 